Betcha She Did is brought to you by the Ladies First Digital Media Company, helping women entrepreneurs be seen and heard through podcasts and YouTube channels. If you're looking to have your business amplified, reach out to me, Raina Rukiki. Learn more at my website, www.ladiesfirstdigitalmedia.com. Did she really do that? You betcha she did. Hello and welcome to You Betcha She Did, the podcast where female entrepreneurs and women who have paved the way share their wit and wisdom. Today I have... A local Sheboygan favorite. I have Holly Van Akron here who started her own social media company very recently and she's making a killing at it. She is successful. She knows what she's doing and I'm excited to talk to her to learn some tips and tricks and just hear what it's like to be in that realm. So Holly, welcome to the show. Hi, Raina. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited you're here. I'm excited um, to be here. So tell us, you know, a little bit about your background. So how how did you get started in the social media business? Is this something you always wanted to do? Uh, and before you start, so I was just going to say something that always fascinated me. You know, I used to be a teacher at Etude, and I know you went to Etude at, at one point. And I remember we used to show this video to parents and students, and it I think the video was called Shift Happens, which is kind of a funny title, but <laughs> it talks about how, you know, we're preparing students for jobs that don't even exist in the future. And I feel like your career <laughs> is a perfect example of that. Like, didn't definitely didn't exist, you know, I don't think 10 years ago. No, um, you're and now it's, right. yeah, it's a prominent career. So yeah, walk us through that. How did yeah, that happen? Absolutely. So I went after I left Etude, I graduated from Etude High School and um, I went to school in Savannah at the Savannah College of Art and Design. And I went there for an advertising degree. So they have a great program there. I studied copywriting, but a big, big prevalent thing that we needed to include in every single one of our projects was a social media campaign for everything we were doing. It wasn't just billboards. It wasn't just print ads. You know, we had to have a full-blown social media campaign for every single project that we were doing in all of my advertising classes. And that was just kind of when I was like, okay, so we have, you know, this was what, 2014? Um, and we had really, yep, we had really crossed that barrier where it's like, okay, social media is not just checking up with your friends anymore like this we have we have crossed over the barrier where businesses need this and need to be taking advantage of being seen um, on social channels and making themselves present um, and really kind of building their brand that way as well so that's kind of when it really hit me and I was like okay so this is something that's very prevalent that a lot of people aren't going to know how to do right away. Um, so I learned a lot about that when I was in school. Um, I graduated. I came back to Sheboygan. That was 2016, I believe. Um, and 
I realized really quickly how fast Sheboygan was changing and how many new things there was around every corner. You know, awesome restaurants, awesome, you know, new new stores and things that people didn't think of when they thought of Sheboygan, at least not when I had lived there previously. I had a lot of people who I grew up with who were like, I can't wait to get out of here. And honestly, <laughs> I was probably one of those people when I was mm-hmm. younger. And coming back, Same. Just like, <laughs> right. And so coming yeah. back, it was just like, wow, there's some really cool stuff going on, but no one has any idea about it because people don't, aren't taking advantage of social media to spread the word of all the things that they're doing. And that could be for a number of different reasons. You know, they don't have the capacity for it. Small business owners are very busy and I understand that firsthand. So they either don't have the capacity for it. They have no idea where to start. Um, they have, they have no desire to do it. You know, there's just some, there's some business owners who don't want to be on social or don't want to take the extra time for it. And I totally understand that. But what really hit me is that then you're kind of missing the boat. You're missing a huge audience that you could be hitting and it's free, baby. I mean, I'm not free. My services aren't free, but social media in general is free. It's one of the cheapest ways to get in front of people who aren't already following you is with good content and shareable items. So that is kind of where it stemmed from. I, you know, I had a couple jobs in advertising and marketing in the corporate world after college when I came back and I couldn't really get used to having a boss. So I was like, kind of pitched the idea to my husband. I said, do you think I could do this? And he said, yeah. So I started doing it part-time. I took on a part-time job doing the same type of thing um, for a nonprofit organization. And then I kind of built up my clients and I took it full-time about a year and a half ago. I'm amazed and bewildered and I just think it's wonderful because you're so young too. Like, I don't, are you still in your late twenties? I am 29. Okay. Yeah. You're still in your 30 and at the end of December. How yeah, incredible is that? Like you have your own booming, very successful business and you're not even 30 years old yet. That's, that's pretty fantastic. It's also crazy, you know, that five years ago, this wasn't even like a thought in my head. Um, so I wanted, you know, I originally wanted to work at like a big agency in Milwaukee or something like that. Um, but I have found so much joy in working with other small businesses, small business owners in my local area. Yeah. And like you said, there's such a need for it as people turn more and more to social media to get their brands out and messages out. Um, yeah, people need someone to guide them in that realm, especially because it's, it is free, obviously not your services, but the, you know, Instagram, all that stuff, but it's hard to navigate and there's rules that change and there's so many trends. And yeah. so it's nice having it's a guide. Definitely ever changing. <laughs> it's hard to stay on top of. That's probably one of the most difficult parts of my job is to keep up with all the changes and, you know, new new additions that we seem to get even when we don't ask for. Um, but it's, it's also really fun and, and there, 
they continue to come out with new things because we continue to want to be entertained and it's working. Where do you think the future of social media will go? Because, you know, knowing that it's always changing and adjusting, like right now, what's the most popular platform? Like I'm thinking Instagram, but maybe it's TikTok. I don't know. And then where do you think it'll go? Deep question. And it, um, I really, I think it depends on a lot of different things, especially, you know, what the most popular platform is right now. Um, For younger kids and, you know, high schoolers and probably college kids as well. A lot of it is TikTok. Um, they're still on Snapchat too. They like Snapchat. I haven't used Snapchat in several years, but like, yeah, I exactly. I didn't know that was still going on early twenties okay. who are still using that app really regularly. Um, but yeah, a lot of them are on TikTok. But when you talk about, um, adults, our age, um, I would say definitely Instagram. I would say you're you're still, you know, you're you're still hitting people on Facebook that you're not going to hit anywhere else because that's going to be your oldest market. Um, you know, my grandma has a Facebook. She doesn't ever post anything on it, but she's on there and she sees everything. So, you know, you're you're hitting different markets. So it really depends on what what you're looking for, who your audience is, you know, who you're trying to sell to or talk to, build relationships with. Um, for most of my clients, a lot of the emphasis is put on Instagram right now and it's put on um, video content right now because everyone knows and has heard a million times, I'm sure, that uh, video is king currently. We are all loving it. And it's easy and to see why. More- Exactly. Is that more in terms of like reels or shorts? The shorts, just like a quick little video of of someone, all of it. All of it. Um, I mean, obviously reels and TikTok, you know, are two of the biggest things right now, but some people hate them. You know, some people don't want to watch them at all, but I would, I would say even in stories, you know, when you're on your Instagram stories, a lot of, a lot of people are talking to their Instagram stories as if they're talking to their audience, which is what they're there for. So people really like that type of content as well. And, you know, being kind of in your pocket for your daily walk through your day, like you're just talking to your friends. And I know a lot of clients who get really great um, engagement and interaction with their audience via stories because you feel kind of closer to them. It's not just a brand talking at you in something that you kind of know as an ad. You know, you kind of get to see the behind the scenes. And a lot of people like that aspect of video too. People can't fake it. Um, and, you know, it's the same thing with podcasting. You know, it, I'm saying these words, they're coming out of my mouth. I can't like, sure, you could edit a little bit, but, you know, it's, you're really getting the behind the scenes of what that person is like. And it can't necessarily be a facade, which so many people are sick of on social media. The the perfect, completely, you know, the clean kitchens and the all white everything and, and, you know, all of that Instagram perfect stuff. People are sick of that. They don't want to see that anymore. They want to see real people with real problems and, you know, real scenarios that they can relate to. So that's something that's really big right now is is not pretending to be 
perfect and really kind of letting letting your audience in on who you really are and what you stand for, what you believe in, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I think that's a really good tip. I've noticed that myself that there's this move away from perfection and just having an authentic presence online. Yeah, where people, like you said, they can relate to you, get to know you. Uh, Speaking along those lines, are there a couple tips um, with social media that you give people without giving away too much information from your business? But, you know, when you see people's the way they post or their stories or whatnot, you know, are there a couple things where you're like, oh, yeah, people should always try to do these two things? Sure. I would say you should always try to have a face of your page, whether that's you or someone you work with or your partner or whatever it may be. Have someone who shows up regularly to talk to your audience and really kind of build a relationship with them, especially on Instagram. That's really where things are headed. They want you to have a relationship and an actual communication with your followers, with people who are following you and with the people that you're following, because it's, it's, again, they they want that connection. They want to establish a relationship. That's what they're there for. They don't want people just pushing out their products and not talking to anyone who are following, who are following them. So have someone who's showing up regularly, who people can kind of recognize with your brand alongside your brand. And I am also a very big component on using real pictures. Please take your own photos. Please don't take pictures from the internet. I I can't no explain stock photos. my hatred <laughs> towards stock photos, but it's it's intense. I I just know for a fact that you are going to get so much better engagement. Um you're going to reach so many more people if you're actually using real pictures and and that's whether or not it's from your cell phone or you bring in a photographer to do a professional shoot for you which you absolutely also should do that or find a social media manager who will come in and create content for you but yeah taking taking stuff off the internet that literally you know anybody else could use um it i just I wouldn't recommend it. Take your own pictures or find someone to do it for you. That's really going to help you stand out from from a lot of other brands on on social media. And now a quick word from our sponsor. If you know me, you know that I love having routines. I love having my week set. I love planning. I love organization. And one key part of my week is attending a yoga class at Elevate Yoga in downtown Sheboygan, Wisconsin. This simple routine improves my health and sets me up for a fantastic week. Starting this fall, when you buy a 20 class pass at Elevate Yoga, you can get two free classes by using the code YouBetcha. You can use this code in person at the studio or by emailing at hello at elevateyogallc.com or by calling 920-783-6124. And don't forget the code, you betcha. Going back to the idea of starting your own business, especially uh, someone in your 20s, what were some things that came really easy and then what were some things that were challenging 
that you're like, oof, wish I would have known about that, but now I now I do. That's a great question. I I love running my own business. Like I said, I couldn't get used to having a boss. Um, I couldn't get used to, you know, working in, in that type of, um, corporate scenario, corporate setting. Um, and so that was a big part of it for me is that I, I wanted to be able to get my work done on, on my time and be done with it and not kind of be micromanaged a little bit. So that was a big part of it for me. Um, so that's something that's been really nice is to be able to do my thing, do my work on my own time. What works for me, what works for my clients. I pop in by them on a, you know, relatively regular basis, take pictures for them and we, you know, schedule everything out and it works for me. It works for my schedule. So that was a big thing that's been really nice. I also kind of think it's a little bit over glam, over glamorized is being your own boss. Um, because it's really hard because one of the best things that I love is that there's no one to tell me like, Hey, you better go do that. But, um, there's also no one to tell me, Hey, you better go do that. So it, it has its benefits and it's, um, you know, I don't know, weaknesses, I guess. I have my weaknesses as my own boss. So there's certainly parts of it that I'm still trying to get used to. Um, It's a lot of organization. It's a lot of figuring out, you know, putting systems in place to get things in order and that kind of thing. So that's something that's really, really hard that I didn't realize was going to be as difficult when I started. But there's there's nothing that makes it too difficult to want anything else. That's exactly. All those compromises are worth it in the end. I agree with you on the need for some highly organized systems. Like it is, it's tricky to manage your time when you're in charge of everything because you have to really think about your priorities and how to sort through things and and also you know with your personal life. And if you're, you're also a mother, I know. So there's a lot of different hats and yeah, things to there's, all at there's once. a lot of juggling. I juggle a lot of, a lot of things right now, but I wouldn't have it any other way. Do you have any advice for, you know, let's say someone's interested in getting into social media management, any advice of just how to get into that field, whether, you know, do you feel like they should go the advertising degree route or should they just try to jump in another way? I think it absolutely depends. I think um, having the background that I have in advertising with my degree has helped a lot because it hasn't just been me having to like self-teach myself everything about social media advertising because I know a little bit of the advertising part and then I just added a lot of the social media part and a lot of the content creation stuff. Um, So something I would say for sure is get educated somehow. You know, I, I have my advertising background, but I also invested in myself. I took a course specifically for social media managers, right? Kind of, I think when the pandemic was hitting, right? When I really wanted to like start gearing into going full time with my business and I just wanted to jump in. So I took a course, invested in myself with a social media manager, educator, 
And it was probably one of the best things that I could have done for my business at that point. And I'm actually going through a mentorship right now with another social media social media manager expert who I've been following for a number of years and who no longer, you know, she's kind of changed to simply educating social media managers. So she doesn't necessarily even work with new clients right now like I do. Um, she only trains social media managers. So there's people out there who specifically do that. So I would say, you know, find somebody like that, take a course, invest in yourself. Yeah. Find a coach. Yeah. Find somebody. If if you're super fresh, brand new, find somebody who can kind of walk you through that stuff. Reach out to me. I can give you a couple good, good names, good people to follow also who have a lot of free education. There's a lot of free education out there too. Um, A lot of people have freebies if you sign up for their mailing list and all that kind of stuff. Um, So if you really want to learn more, there's a lot of ways you can do it without a formal education. Not that an advertising or marketing degree would hurt. I think that would be super beneficial for you as well. But get educated before you start um, because there's so many things even right now that I'm learning from the, the educator that I'm working with right now about pricing and packaging and, and, you know, making sure that you're profitable from the beginning and, and all that kind of stuff that is really hard because you start something and you undersell yourself so much because you just want to get going and you want to get clients and you want to get out there. And then, yeah. And then you, you're, (laughs) and then you're three years into it and you're like, I can't do what I'm doing right now for as many people as I'm doing it for, because it's too much. So having a little bit of a little bit of background on what you're what you're getting into, I think would be very beneficial for someone who's starting off. And I also would say fi- find your people. If if you're out there and a client wants to work with you and they've already shown you a few red flags, don't ignore them. Um, recognize them and and don't work with them because at the beginning I worked with anyone and everyone and it went south very, very quickly. I think it's very important to find the people that you connect with and hold on to them because they are out there. So you don't have to, you don't have to work with red flag clients. Right. Yeah. You don't have to just work with anyone. Make sure it's a good fit, um, especially in a career position like yours where, you know, you're kind of taking on their personality with the content. And um, yeah, if it's, if it doesn't feel right, then yeah, it's not going to work. It's not going to work and it's not going to work. And, and you just should not try to make it work to begin with. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Save yourself a whole lot exactly. of headache and time. Save yourself some time. Don't do what I did. <laughs> where do you see yourself in five years? Yeah, do you want to keep growing your business? Do you feel like you'll add people on or will you just kind of make more of like a boutique favorite bestest clients? We will definitely always be more of a boutique feel here at HBA Social. Um, it's I don't want to have a huge client list. I, w- I mean, I would love, I love working with new people. I would love to work with everybody who wants to work with me. But I also do, I need to... I'm trying to think of how many. Yeah, no worries. Yep. 
Outside of social media management, full service management, I offer kind of like one-off offers. So I offer strategy sessions and I offer a program called Steps to Social Success and I also offer consulting. So those types of offers that are more kind of like one-time offers are going to be something that I'll always offer to people who want to work with me. But I am definitely, I have... I'm in talks with one other possible client um, in the near future for me. But other than that, my monthly books are closed and won't be open for a while. So um, I probably won't take on many more monthly clients, um, even in five years, I don't think. I think maybe by that point I might have hired someone new to kind of be helping me with some of my accounts or helping me with some of the back end of stuff. But that's something that I, I know I'm going to be very picky about. So right now I'm a one woman show and it's, um, it's hard, but it's also hard having the connection that I have with my clients to bring someone new into that. I do see it happening in the future but it's going to it's going to take the right person um for me to add to my team so maybe there'll be one more member at HVA social in you know 3 to 5 years or something like that but i don't expect us to to grow too much long too much bigger um i like to be the one working with all my clients so i don't want to i don't want to get away from i don't want to get away from that there's there's little stuff there's like scheduling and that kind of thing that I could pass on to someone else but I like to be the one who is in there getting to know all my clients figuring out what content is going to work best for them and really putting that into action so I want to continue being able to do that for them and not hire that part out so I got to stay small Yep. That makes sense. Cause then you can do the work, continue to do the work that you love and be the mastermind behind all that content. Uh, I do love that you have that other option though, for people who just want, um, you know, help with their strategy or you know, maybe a quick audit of what they have and just some tips and tricks. That's nice. Cause it's like, they don't have to be a continuing monthly, monthly client, but they can just right. pop in yeah. to get strategy sessions you know. are just kind of like random. Um, you know, you can schedule a one hour strategy session with me anytime you want, and it can be completely customized towards whatever you want to talk about. So you don't want to talk about Instagram. We don't have to talk about Instagram. We can talk about Facebook. We can, you know, whatever, whatever you're interested in. And like I said, those are kind of whenever you want one, you can have one. And then, yeah, my program steps to social success really kind of sets your business up to be able to do social media yourself but have it done a little bit easier. So I kind of give you the steps and the templates and all the all the good stuff you need to be able to, you know, post yourself but do it on a consistent basis and feel comfortable with the content that you're putting out. Yeah, that's perfect. That, yeah. And that might be a good fit for a lot of people too who yeah, just want Yeah, it's just a one-time thing. Well, mm -hmm. it's it's three three sessions at um three 2-hour sessions. So we get together, you know, over the course of three weeks or a month and uh, really get down to business on your business and figure out how we can make it easy for you and what you should be doing and put together a whole list of content ideas and 
make sure you got your colors and your fonts and your graphics all settled up. So that can be really beneficial for some people. And that's also an option that will be available whenever you want to schedule it. Um, is there anything else you want to add before we go just about your business or being a women, a woman business owner? I think I love being a female business owner in the Sheboygan area because there's so many of us and (laughs) there's so many awesome like Sheboygan area female entrepreneurs and I love it and I love working with them so if you're one and you need a social media manager and you're listening right now you should send me a message because I want to talk to you and even if we don't work together I want to be your friend so I I do love that about this area it's it's really really special and i love the community that's that's around here so i love sheboygan yeah. <laughs> and i'm not ashamed to admit it like i was when i was 18 that's right <laughs> oh that was a great ending note you know, if you love sheboygan and you love social media too don't be afraid to connect with holly van akron in the show notes i will come <laughs> go to all the good coffee shops and all the cool live music Yep. We'll just connect and have a great time (laughs) and build more fantastic community all around. Exactly. If you'd like to learn more about Holly Van Akron and her business, HVA Social, please check our show notes. We'll have links to her website and her social media account. Like always, if you like what you're hearing on You Betcha She Did, don't forget to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. I want to give a shout out to Kristen Schneider for the fantastic review on Apple Podcasts. Keep them coming, guys. Until next time. Mm-hmm.